What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Good, man. So happy to be back. Sorry about last week, ladies and gents. That was my fault. Didn't have internet the day of and wasn't fighting it. I told Schubert it had a long day. I was just like, a lot of shit has happened. We'll just do it next week. So that was on me. Had a rough couple of days at work, but it's okay. We're good now. Glad to be back. But we, we have to talk about this, Schubert. So I was waiting to see how you felt. We'll talk about it live. And I want the listeners to give their thoughts. So the actors are now striking. The writers are striking. And so SAG and the Writers Guild both asked for people like us not to take paid sponsorships in review uh, movies. Lucky for lucky for them, we, we won't do that. We're not taking paid anything. But my question is, like, how do they 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 didn't say how they felt about people just reviewing movies. And we fall under the thing of you were you did uh, you graduated in journalism I work for a radio station. I I consider us journalists for the most part, movie reviewers. And it's like, we have to review some of these movies, but I understand them not wanting us to promote striked movies. So my thing is with with this, and I want to ask the viewers about this. When we put out these pods and we review stuff that is new and so say strike stuff, we don't have to promote it, but but we have to review it. Like, there's like, what's the point of podding if we're not going to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a shitty situation. Like I get, Y'all are striking. We're not taking any money from the uh, studios. We're not scabbing. We're not doing, you know, paid promotion. And we won't promote it, but we have to review it. Like, I know it's shitty, but they're asking, like, it's not like SAG is paying the content creators not to do anything. Like, I get it's like, oh, uh, you don't want to be a scab, but it's like, okay, but are y'all paying us not to review these things? Are y'all helping us with our pocket? Like, I get where they're coming from, but it's shitty to, to just say, oh, all podcasters just stop reviewing movies. It's like, huh? Well, what we need to do is we need to have some brave souls just bite the bullet, give the studio some money for the ticket, film it, and put it on Twitter. <laughs> and then we'll review these Twitter movies. <laughs> And so, like, you know, the studio gets no money and we but get see, to the review thing is, the movies. They, they don't, they're not telling people not to go watch new movies. They're telling people not to do certain, like, not to promote it or not to do certain things. And it's like, well, we're, we're not promoting it. We're just reviewing. Like, let me go. Well, see. The, the crux of it is that they don't want you to go to the movies because they, they, oh, they, they won't say that. But the only reason, the only way that the studio gets money is if we buy the tickets. Ah, uh, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're so saying. So, like, by by us being out there and why they're saying, like, don't go promote it because they don't want people to go. Mm, okay. But I they do want saying. people to go because at the end of the day, it's their movie, so it's hard for them to, it's hard, to they say, can't yeah, say it's that. Like, it's like, uh, like, what? Like, it's so confusing. But, like, that, that's the, that's what they're trying to say. Mm. So, so, at, so, at the I, end of the day, it's like, you know, it, it's like how Tom Cruise is in a dilemma at the moment where because he wants to promote his movie because he worked hard for the, mm-hmm. this movie to come out. But in order to stand in solidarity, he has to, you know, do as everyone else is doing. It's just a shit situation for everyone. You know, it's not really like. Yeah. You know, I can't. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, we Vulture put to, out a thing. It, it is. OK, so it is. They don't want you to do paid promotion so okay i think me and you are okay just reviewing it like it's like right yeah like i like it's not like we're yeah being, like if we're, we're not taking money paying to, you to like talk about it then that's a problem right. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay cool deal so okay so okay and then they're telling influencers not to participate in conventions as comic-con whoa or to promote companies wow that's crazy that's but they're not paying these in like Come on, bro. That's like some of these influencers make all their money off of this, bro. Like it's like it's a fuck situation all the way around. Like, like what about and and I and I get some of these uh some of these actors aren't making you know a lot of money. I totally get that. But what about the content creator that's making under two under twenty thousand dollars a fucking month? Like like how they're saying some actors don't make $20,000 a month. I know damn well content creators don't make 20,000. There's low level content creators don't make that. And they're not paying them that. And the way they make it is by going to these con- 
convention selling their merch. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair for the low content creators. I, I'm cool with them saying don't take paid sponsorships from movie companies. I'm totally with that. Like, there's no way we would do that at this time. It, but to say don't go to a convention and, and you know, that's kind of fucked. Yeah. That's kind of fucked. They're saying, yeah, I, I can understand that for maybe, well, I mean, I still think it's fucked for like the, the voice actors who get gigs to go to those conventions. And see, so I don't like think they they're. I don't. That's think, a lot of the money they make. I don't think, think they it. are. I see the animation people. I think are on a different. But they're not all animation people. True, that's the thing. Some of the voice act, like for example, Jensen Ackles. Like Jensen Ackles is a big voice actor, but he's a regular actor as well, and he makes money from conventions. So you're telling Jensen Ackles, uh, yeah, your real acting trumps your voice acting. It's fucked. It's fucked. Yeah. And obviously, they're smaller creators than Jensen Ackles. They're smaller voice actors than Jensen Ackles that are making a less mon money than him, who this affects more than him. And that's the people that we're right. talking about. But I wanted to say, nonetheless, this podcast supports the actors and supports the writers. Like I said, we won't be doing paid promotions with studios to review movies. We won't be doing anything like that. When we review movies, it'll be for the people of our, our fans, the people who have been following us this whole time. And we'll try not to promote it as, hey, we have an Oppenheimer review or, hey, we have a Barbie review. Mm -hmm. We'll just put it as new bros who binge out. And in the description, we'll have the review. So and when we, we talk more, you could just say we talk about Barbie. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But I just want to say from the top that we support these guys and we see what's going on and to talk to you about it because it's a shitty situation because you're right. Like. Tom Cruise definitely wants people to go see his movie. The lower actors in Mission Impossible definitely want them to go see their movie. But on the flip, I feel for like the background actors who studios are trying to scan them and then put them as AI and never pay them for their likeness. That is fucked. They're trying to have AI write yeah. movies for the writers. That is fucked. I am team writer and actor get the bag. I just think it's shitty that you're putting other people's livelihoods saying, hey, you pause yours because we're pausing ours. And it's like, just because we review movies and everything doesn't mean like we don't support y'all. It's just that's their livelihood as well. I'm just I'm just trying to defend some of the content creators. And I know we don't fall under that because we're not making money. We're doing it for the love of it right now. But for the people who do make money, it's like, damn, those content creators, that's what they do. So you're telling them to pause their life. Are you paying them? Are you helping them? It's a shitty situation all the way across the board. Yeah, I mean, you know, just hearing some of the stories that we get out of it is just like, you know, it, it seems like obvious stuff. Like mm -hmm. the fact that like Sean Gunn gets no residuals for Gilmore Girls, and he's like a major that's crazy background character. That is crazy. And like, and that and that show's like been running for so long. And then all the the oranges of the new black actresses that were getting like eight cents mm -hmm. from Netflix. And it's like wow, mm -hmm. that is insane, and that should not be happening. So we we support that. And shout out to. Uh, Sean Gunn too. Uh, feeling just like I'm coming at Disney. I'm coming at Netflix. But when your brother's the head of DC, I'm sure you can say whatever you want, and nothing will happen to you. You'll still get Warner Brothers work. <laughs> you notice he ain't saying nothing yeah. that's Zaslav or, or 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 anything like that. He was talking strictly to HBO or Max. Yeah, no, he said everything strictly to Disney, Hulu, and Netflix. <laughs> 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 um so yeah i did not think that that was what you were gonna say when you were making the thing at the beginning i thought you were about to ask me about the the carly russell deal who the girl who uh went who from birmingham who said that she was well everyone thought that she was kidnapped over the oh, weekend she, wasn't. she shows she up stole at, some at her house and she and she said that she was abducted but you know then they had a press conference and they were like, yeah, based on the facts, like we just can't believe it. That's yeah. True. And then apparently she researched like before she left, uh, what do you do? Well, how do you get away with stealing stuff? Like all kind of crazy. Well, and, shit. and and the time in the movies, <laughs> one of those search, taken. searches that she made was taken. Like the, the plot to taken. <laughs> she was like, I want to pick up my story. <laughs> no, I wasn't asking you about that. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh man. See, can't be like, yeah, can't be wild. pulling a Jesse Smollett. Like, if Jesse Smollett taught us anything, it's like, you can't be lying about being abducted or having these crimes happen to you. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's gonna have the same, like, similar negative effects. Yeah, she's going to she's going to jail. She's going to jail. Yeah, yeah, she's probably going to jail. Like, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was. It's definitely been like the big talking point in town the past few days. I can believe. I, like it. my office pretty much shut down to watch the press conference today. <laughs> but yeah. we do have a, a lot to discuss. We are going to be doing uh it's always sunny. Excited to talk about that. I'm gonna let you talk about Secret Invasion, and then oh, I watched the first two episodes of The Bears, oh, so we can talk about that. This week. Oh, you didn't watch this week? Oh, well, hey, I mean, look, I, I just I just realized it because you can I, you can it, tell people what you think of the series so far. I'm not tripping, and we can talk about the first two episodes of The Bear because you told me not to rush to watch, so I only watched the first two. I have two left. See, you should have told me that. I would have pushed it along. You told me take my time. I, t- I t- yeah, I told you to take your time, and I, that <laughs> I had already seen two episodes. <laughs> See, you shouldn't have told me take my time. I was gonna, I was gonna push through. <laughs> Just so you know, episode five is an hour, and it's probably gonna win an Emmy. Okay. Well, look, the first two episodes were great. Like, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. So, uh, and we also have the Emmys to talk about. So, we'll talk about, mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Talk about that as well. Um, so the first thing that I wanted to get started in discussing was the Ahsoka trailer and the episode release dates. Let me see if I if I have that as well. That trailer, um, was but nuts. yeah, so <laughs> the trailer was nuts. What we the basically the big thing that we learn is that Sabine is going to be trained. Yeah, she's going to be a Jedi something. or a great Jedi, whatever you so want to call be it, a Jedi or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. that's nuts. <laughs> Like, where were so, y'all in Return of the Jedi? Where were right. y'all? Like, <laughs> well, this is, this is all after that. So that's where Sabine was. Still, like, bro. Still. Like, what the fuck were y'all doing? These people were dying. Know, that's, what, that's what gets it so mixed up. And then, like, you know, the more and more we, we'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, other Jedi survived Order 66 and have been around during this whole time frame. It's like, how now i see what some of them nerds was talking about when they was mad earlier about some of these jedi just popping up like okay we're doing a little too much now (laughs) it's like you know the villains in ahsoka are like jedi who survived order 66 and went sith but it's like at the same time even if these siths are popping up it's like how (laughs) how is like look how were they not involved you know look all i'm saying is i'm just looking at this as the uh Dave Filoni verse in the new shit does not exist. <laughs> the Filoni shit exists, and I'm just gonna assume that all these people were just off on far planets and couldn't get to Yavin. That's the only way we can look at it, bro. They just couldn't get to Yavin. Yeah, because yeah. how else do you look at it? That's how where we're gonna have to believe. But uh, basically, I can't find the release date now. But the only reason. I'm- want to say is that the first two are coming out on the first day and then it'll be weekly oh nice we're gonna definitely be reviewing that it looked good man like rest in peace to uh ray stevens i think his name i think that's his name yeah yeah ray stevens like bro he looked incredible in that ahsoka looks good i'm excited to learn about sabine and the girl they fight and then when is ezra prediction now does ezra come in in the last episode the halfway point where do you think he comes in at second to last the end or not at all because mm. like because what it seemed like in the trailer is that they see him in like messages or like maybe recordings mm. and so like i'm like okay so yeah i feel like I that was old stuff gonna... like the stuff they were seeing like those those uh leia hologram things i feel like those were recorded of them in the past during the rebels time that's what i thought when i saw the trailer see i thought i thought that was part of it yeah i thought that that's what i'm saying like recordings like old mm-hmm. stuff or um, or he shows up at the end. Yeah, he's got to show up at the end because there's no way Thrawn can exist currently and he not be somewhere. Like, he, like but, do we think Thrawn escaped and Ezra didn't? Well, what I'm thinking is, like, you keep Ezra out to make this solely Ahsoka Sabine for the first season. You oh, got, yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, let yeah. Them... And you have Ezra come in like, the next that's season. One... That's what's last episode. Yeah. Like, last episode, he... After the fight, he pops up. You're like, you're like, oh shit! Or last episode when when they're about to strike Thrawn and Thrawn escapes. It's like Thrawn has the upper hand, but wait, no, Ezra's here. So now it's like the bad guys win something, the good guys win something. I think if Ezra shows up before the last episode, then that would be super unpredictable. I would not see that coming. 
to me, yeah, he's post credit scene or last something. episode. Yeah. And we, I mean, we've seen where they'll like fake us out like that in the trailer, and then Ezra's just mm-hmm. there the whole time, and we just which, which so is possible we, it, it too. Could go either way. Which is like we could have just seen way. that trailer could just be from episode one, and Ezra shows up in episode two, like <laughs> right. So it, you know, we shall see. Oh, I'm guessing a 75 percent of that trailer we saw is the first two episodes. Yeah, true. No, you're right. Um, right. Yeah, so I'm I'm super excited about it. But the main thing for me is just I just did not expect the Sabine being trained to be a Jedi. I think. I mean, I look, I didn't expect it. What's it his make, name? I mean, like, what's his name? Did train her, and like she was better than Ezra, if we're being honest. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess I see it, but I just it was never like it was never that big of a part of her character. Rest in peace to Kane and Jarrus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. But yeah. I'm hyped for that. We, and we have and we haven't seen his son yet. True. Now that I feel like is something that's a season two work. <laughs> like, oh shit, we got a young young. Well, on, well, well, I mean, like if Hera's around, and like I can't imagine that Hera's just without around her kids. Yeah, I mean, he could be at her homeland, you know. Unless he's or he's training on, like, with how Luke. Old he is because he he could be at like because like Luke was, let's say sixteen. Or yeah, around sixteen, eighteen, when he was like begging to go to, to the academy, mm-hmm. and so maybe that's what he's doing. He could be, like, yeah, he could be like Luke's first, first trainer. Rebellion, like, not like Luke's first trainer. Well, I mean, like not not Jedi. I mean, like learning to be a pilot or something. Oh, okay, like, okay, okay, okay. Of who his mom is. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um. Let's see. Yeah, so the one Marvel thing I want to mention is I saw that Magneto was rumored to be the villain in Deadpool 3, which would be cool. Makes yeah, sense. Deadpool possible. 3 is basically Deadpool destroys the Fox universe. Because in some of the release stuff, yes. you had the Fox uh, logo all broken up and down. I feel like they took the Deadpool kills the Marvel Did universe. They? Yeah, in one of the leaked pictures, you see the broken Fox uh, logo. And uh, But I feel like they took the Deadpool kills the Marvel universe and just said, Okay, we're gonna do this, but do it as Deadpool kills the Fox universe. So now all the Fox stuff is done, and we're just putting the X Men in, in Marvel. Deadpool can come, but that tells me that uh, Wolverine has to die in this movie, ladies and gents, because Wolverine cannot come into the Marvel universe. No. Yeah. So he's gonna kill them all. Yeah, he has to go. Like Wolverine ha- cannot come into the Marvel universe, but Deadpool can. Facts. So I, I think that all sounds pretty cool. And I now so I do see that picture of his pretty neat. Yeah, with the with the fucking Fox logo in the back, man. That's insane. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's a leaked photo of Deadpool and Wolverine with a lot of the mutants in front of it. And it's the Fox, the like the Fox logo is in the background, the old one, 20th century, and it's all broken up. So yeah, I definitely believe it's gonna be Deadpool kills the, the Fox universe. All right, but let's get into the meat. Superman casting, so we got four. Nice. Uh, Anthony Kerrigan's been cast as Metamorpho. Uh, nice. Isabella Merced has been cast as Hawkgirl. Nathan Fillion as the Green Lantern guy, Gardner. And uh, Edie Gathegi is Mr. Terrific. So when uh, James Gunn tweeted out that, look, Superman is of two people, Clark and Superman. We have to build Clark's world. But that doesn't mean we can neglect to build Superman's world, which I think is brilliant. And everybody was like, oh, or is James Gunn jumping the gun again in introducing too many characters before we get the, the Justice League and not giving them the origins? Let's be real. Hawkgirl was not getting an origin movie. Metamorpho was not getting an origin movie. Guy Gardner was not getting an origin movie. And Mr. Terrific was not getting an origin. This makes sense to have. Even though them. I think that would have been a good one. I do too. but. This makes sense because now it shows that, hey, this world that we're coming into has heroes, has powers. Superman is just the first official, like, I'm out here doing my thing. Whereas these other guys, I'm assuming, are going to work for the government. Probably. Because so. Mr. Terrific is a government guy. And then, and then probably switches. Like, I can see Terrific breaking off and, and saying, like, I'm not working for the government anymore. And I, I honestly see, but them introducing Mr. Terrific and Metamorpho, that tells me that we will get a Terrifics something, whether that's movie or TV show, because the Terrifics is DC's uh, version of 
um, Fantastic Four. So Mr. Terrific, Mr. Fantastic, Metamorpho is basically like their thing. You'll have um, uh, Plastic Man in there. And then you'll have, I forget who the girl is, but basically it's their version of the Fantastic Four. And I could see them getting a TV show. And he's talked about that as well, about the Terrifics getting some form of media TV or movie. And I think TV works better. And then having Guy Gardner, you know, that just sets up us getting the Lanterns TV show. Sucks for Finn Winthrop, who was supposed to be the Guy Gardner of the Lanterns TV show. But you should have known that when James Gunn got casted, got put in charge, everything was out the window. So now I'm very interested who's going to be Jon Stewart because everybody's like, oh, we're getting uh, Hal Jordan. I don't think so. I think we're getting Guy Gardner and Jon Stewart. So that's going to be the thing now? I mean, Nathan Fillion's going to do that role? Is it, yeah, Guy the, Gardner. Mm-hmm. It's no, well, it's I mean, no more Finn He's going to do that show? Oh, the Lanterns? Yeah, that's what they said. That's what James Gunn said. He directly oh. said that. Yeah, he's going to be in the show. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's not going to be okay. a main character, but he's going to be in the show. You know, he's going to be a side character. Right. So, I mean, I guess to right. that point... Uh, it's fan- to that point, Hal could be in the show still if, if Guy's going to just be a side lantern. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Girl is the other one. Mm-hmm. So, boom. And I, I, could, I guarantee you we will hear a Phantom Girl at some point in some of these uh, stuff coming up. So. so, what do you feel about casting? Like, I think Anthony Kerrigan, great. Mm-hmm. Um, Isabella Merced is a question Perfect. mark. I like, I, she looks I mean, she perfect. Looks, she has the yeah. look, but I'm saying like... <laughs> Never seen her in anything. Question mark. Yeah. The only thing I know her from is Dora, so... I like Edie Gathigi uh, as Mr. Terrific. I thought he was too old at first, but then it's like, you know, black don't crack, so I'll take it. You can make a, a, a old, a older black man look younger. Chadwick Boseman was older than what we always thought he, thought he was. That's fair. So, um, I'm cool Nathan, with that. Nathan Fillion... Nathan Fillion yeah, is the only questionable one, really. <laughs> It's a gun casting. Mm-hmm. Nathan like, Fillion is really the only questionable one. That's like, okay. And that's the concerning thing about gun and DC is like, <laughs> I, I don't know if Nathan Fillion was the right guy, <laughs> but like, could he, I think he could, could he? do it. Yeah. And, but... and see also to that point, I'm glad at least right now, if you're going to make, if you're going to have gun choices, at least make them the side characters. They cannot be the main guys. Like people well, were upset about like that. Guy Gardner's not a main character dude. in DC. Yeah. Oh well, that well that should tell you that all that other shit is done kaput. That's what that tells yeah, me. That's what that <laughs> so we're still can you know wondering how Peacemaker makes it into this universe. Mm-hmm. It might. It might just I mean, be. It might just be a new Peacemaker. Honestly, like this universe's version. Yeah, I got you. So, um, but well, one person. So we do know is getting moved over to DC is Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. Um, but which, before we which... talk about Blue Beetle, oh, go ahead. Let's talk about this BS three time reshoot. Bro, Aquaman why stop wasting Grant. money? Like, like you're talking about cutting stuff for money. Stop wasting money. Like, I get that y'all are doing this because people have to go watch it, but that movie's gonna be a dumpster fire. I'm telling y'all, if no Jason Momoa. Before the strike, Jason Momoa was more excited about being Lobo than he was this movie. If the main actor is telling you he's more excited about the new character he's going to be, then that should tell you how shitty this movie is. Yeah, yeah. And and they hear that they that Blue Beetle requested a two-day reshoot and they've declined it. And they're given Aquaman 3. It's just... It's like, what? Just- what are y'all doing? That's fucking stupid. But, you know, at least Blue Beetle will be in the new universe. That's good. That also tells me that none of the stuff in there will be uh, any Snyderverse characters. And I do think we could expect to see, because there, supposedly there's a LexCorp building in there, that may, that may tie into Superman. We may have some low-grade legacy Easter eggs. Unintentional. Maybe like, maybe like a mention, like a news story. Mm-hmm. Something. Something unintentional. Um, but yeah, I think I thought this trailer was better. Oh yeah, no, the second Blue Beetle trailer, I loved. I love that we got to see where the villain is coming in at. I loved all of it. I'm I'm ready for it. I told yeah, you. Yeah, I think it looks a lot better now. Yeah, I, it, I told you you was you was hating early on. <laughs> well, 
Well, it looked too goofy, and some of it looks goofy, but at the same time, in a Shazam DC world, you know, I think it can work because like mm-hmm. Shazam had goofy shit, mm-hmm. and it worked. Now, second one not as much, but it could it could work because you know, Definitely. like Nana with a you know with a Gatling gun or whatever, it's just a mm-hmm. over the top, but too much. But this. Blue Beetle, I'm excited for, and I'm excited for young Latino boys and girls out there who will get to see a hero uh, that represents them. Doesn't Blue Beetle do some work with Mr. Terrific? Nah, uh, Mr. Terrific, well. No, I, Bo- Booster Gold, you know, we'll get, we'll get, but right. see, that'll be good because we'll get references to the Booster Girl stuff that'll eventually come. Yeah. Um. So, so the other trailers that we got, we we got Wonka finally. What did you think of Wonka? It was okay, better than Johnny Depp's uh Willy Wonka. I know I'm very interested to see how he builds his candy shop. You know, good for Chalamet, but I need to see. Bro, I need to see more. Looks goofy as hell. <laughs> be, be serious. I was trying to be nice. I need to. I need to see more. But he's talking shit, yeah. saying never do a superhero movie. Bro, this is bad. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is weird, man. Like, his whole, whole demeanor and act, like this Wonka deal, is just like, it's, it's weird. He didn't know whether to be Johnny Depp or Gene Wilder. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. He had no clue. He had, he, he had no clue. It, it looks goofy as hell. Uh, I'm the holding out. It looks goofy as hell. I'm holding out hope. Hopefully, it's yeah. good. But Hugh Grant, look at Hugh Grant's big ass head on Oompa Loompa. This Bro, honestly, ever since ever since I read the original Willy Wonka passage of where the Oompa Loompas come from, I can't rock with Willy Wonka. <laughs> they were originally right. black people, slaves. Like what? Yeah. Like uh, just weird to me now. <laughs> but but you know what yeah. looked good? Napoleon looked good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix attached. His name's something. It's definitely gonna work out. This is also Ridley Scott too. Yeah. So this looks like the best Ridley Scott movie I've seen in a long time. Literally, I'm watching the trailer. I just go, "Damn, Schubert, this looks intense. Like, this is gonna be up for movie of the year. It's gonna be between Dune, this, and Oppenheimer. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, it looks like the next big epic of you know your big historical epic. And that scene um, where he breaks the the ice and the people fall in, that shit, bro. I'm just excited to see how, because they said Napoleon was a war genius. Things like that yeah. show his his uh tactician his tactitional mind. So like, need to see more shit like that. Yeah, we want to see historic historical French codias. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need to see him do his light Yagami shit. <laughs> yeah. We, we need the ultimate tactics. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Batman <Yeah>. times 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also going to be some really funny stuff in there because Napoleon is having a really interesting life. You know, you mentioned Vanessa Kirby's also mm-hmm. in it. Excited for her. That's life. my girl. Yep. So that's a big role for her. And, you know, I think that's going to show a different side of, of all of it as well. So interesting stuff for her. Trend Napoleon. The other trailer I had on here was the Corner Office, which is John Hamm doing you know, more of like a severance this, sort of role. You talked about Wonka being goofy. At least Wonka, you know what the story is. This shit, I don't know what the fuck I was watching. I'm a- I'm literally asking him while we're watching this: Is he a hitman? Like, what the fuck is going on in this trailer? I still don't know. I don't know either. That's why I was. There was a intrigued. random moment where they start snowing, like. Uh, they're dancing in snow. I thought, and then he was talking about how I was supposed to get killed. Like, are they on like the outer rim and they're the office of fate? Like, I, I'm, I'm, is it that weird or is it literally just he's hallucinating? Like, I have no fucking idea what the fuck I was watching. At least Wonka, I knew this. I have no idea. Yeah, that's probably why we've never heard of it until now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're it's, exactly it's, right. It's out there. For sure. No, you're right. Yeah, the only thing I can compare it to is the Severance, like, mystery box. Just fucking weird, bro. So, um, what we're going to do is we're going to move into 
reality show corner because oh. that's really what we're going to have for the next few months. Next few and months? Next year. 2024 will be the year of reality. Yeah, next TV. year. <laughs> and that's if the strike ends yes. soon, soon enough. Because, like, if it doesn't end until next year, we're going to have reality TV in 2025, people. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> reality TV for life. <laughs> you're gonna have big brother all year round <laughs> you really will survivor every week <laughs> three di- you know we're gonna have the bachelorette teen we're gonna have the bachelor you know old man we're gonna have all of it i've been watching Speaking so of, much naked and afraid man <laughs> let's start with the bachelor franchise the golden bachelor jerry gets announced he's a 71 year old restaurateur from indiana uh, with his wife died in 2017 Oh my gosh. And um, he is now looking for love uh, with what I've heard is going to be women over 65, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they throw some 50s. And 40s? In what? They're going to do all of that. <laughs> and you're going to have one 29 year old too there that makes everyone. They be, won't do that. They're going to have one young woman there that's going to make everybody. Maybe on the first night. Yeah. He's going to send her home. You think? I think she's going to make it through just for the storyline. Bro. These, this is a 71 year old dude who's not going to be like playing around with this stuff like she might just walk out of the limo and he'll be like hey i'm sorry like you're younger than my daughters let's like, bet let's bet i'll happening. bet you i'll bet you of schubert choice of drink alcoholic or non same for me i just want to coke but i'm guaranteeing you there's gonna be one young woman that makes it through and makes the older women feel uncomfortable and it'll be a drama start that's typical bachelor storyline because like All I right. agree, but I don't think thirties. Let's say let's say thirties. High thirties. Thirty five, thirty between thirty five and thirty nine. Okay. And I and I really think thirty five. <laughs> I, I think I think the lowest we're gonna go. In the in the women 30s. are gonna call her a, a, a um a gold digger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm ready for it. Yeah, I need yeah. that drama. They're a bunch of old women. They might just call her straight hussy. Yeah, or a cow. <laughs> Look at that cow. Damn hussy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's going to be interesting. But the Golden Bachelor is not going to be coming on at a time for old people. It's coming on at 10 p.m. Eastern. After Dancing with the Stars. Y'all so better watch that on Hulu the next day. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. Old folk. <laughs> um, and, sticking, and sticking in the Bachelor world, former Bachelorette Katie Thurston is going to join season three of F-Boy Island. Oh my gosh, Katie. What are you doing? What are you doing, Katie T? Looking for love. That money. <laughs> she wants to hang out with Nikki Glazer because she's trying to be a, a comedian. <laughs> um, so... In the Top Chef world, they replaced their host, Padma. Oh, Padma, who they who replaced her with? They replaced her with Christian Kish, who Christian was the Kish. winner of season 10. Christian Kish, who is that? Oh, oh, Christian the Asian Kish lady. is the winner of season 10. Okay, yeah. yeah, she, yeah. Um, she's lady. been on multiple yep. times since. She's currently That's the right choice. A, yeah. She's currently on a show on Max where they make remake fast food stuff she was alton's host on iron chef they're yeah, grooming her to be like the new one okay i rock with that so i think that was a really good pickup for top chef they're gonna have her do that until she yeah gets her own thing i assume but i mean this is a good gig so i don't know yeah no good for kristen like she need like this and she'll this will be continuous money and like they're setting her up to be like the new face of these food TV shows, so good for her. Yep. Um, so moving back into the SAG conversation, they've granted approval for 39 independent productions to shoot during the strike. Definitely going to review uh, those. <laughs> those include include A24's Mother Mary starring Anne Hathaway and Death of a Unicorn starring Paul Rudd and Jenna Ortega. Um which is an interesting one because it's like about a father and and daughter who like hit a unicorn in the road, like in their car. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the other projects include the rivals of the, the Am- Amzia King, which stars Matthew McConaughey. I think they're filming that in Birmingham right now. Okay. Uh, Flight Risk, 
starring Mark Wahlberg and directed by Mel Gibson. Dust Bunny, starring Mads Mikkelsen and Sigourney Wiener. We- Weaver. Weaver. Bride <laughs> uh, Hard with Rebel Wilson and The Chosen, the TV series by the life of Jesus. Okay. Hell yeah. So. Okay. We'll, we'll get all of those. Yeah, we will definitely those review the independent films. <laughs> Oh shit! I forgot. Um, Did you put the John David Washington movie on here? The creator that that Garrett Edwards trailer which, dropped. Yeah, it did. Yeah, we've we've seen the trailer before. Oh, okay. I did see the the, the new the one gave. A, I, I like the new one. It gave a little bit more meat to the story, and it was like I'm already gonna see it. Yeah, well, it like, made that, me. Really, that was the thing for me. It made me be like, okay, John David, I see why you chose this. Because before I was like, what's this about? But now I got it. Yeah, I didn't even see the new trailer because, like, once I saw that first trailer, I was in. I was like, I'm sold. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's great. It. I'm into that. So, but all right, what we got next? Um, so Jen, speaking, going back to Deadpool three, Jennifer Garner is gonna return as Elektra. Goes to our whole thing that they're gonna kill all the Fox. Nice. Okay. Uh, James Cameron says that a new Alita movie is in the works. Do we believe it? Kinda. I haven't seen anyone reputable say it because it's it going. is Robert Rodriguez's movie, so. You know, I James Cameron's just the producer, so I can kind of believe that. But like, when is that gonna come out in 2030? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so far away, and Avatar's being pushed back, and that Avatar's being pushed back before the strike. So, like, is this gonna come yeah. out? Like, you know, like, so I don't know. Just can't it, but I'm probably already wasted too much money. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, and so that takes us to the Emmys. Let me pull up that, that full list. Oh, the nominations? About. Yeah, we won't do them all because obviously there's too many. Just the big ones. So let me go to the big ones. Um, So like, yeah. Uh, what was it, this one? So like guest actress and drama series and guest actor, you know, for guest actor and drama series, you got like Murray Bartlett for Last of Us. Uh, James for Succession, Arian Moed for Succession, Lamar Johnson for Last of Us, and Nick Offerman for Last of Us. You better and believe then, uh, that Succession is going to run around. Woodard, I think who was the who was the deaf kid. See, like this this one especially, I think you know, Murray Bartlett and Nick Offerman have a chance of getting this one for their Last of Us episode, True. and I would I would really love to see either the deaf kid or Lamar Johnson get it their episode From Last of, of Last of Us. Yeah, so I'm really glad that they got. That they got nominated at least, because we know Succession's um, gonna run rampant. Guess that wins. It's, it's, yeah, I'm, but even guest actress in the drama series is Succession and Last of Us. You know, you Chaim Abbas for Succession, Jer- Cherry Jones for Succession, Harriet Walker for Succession, and then Melanie Linsky, Storm Reed, and Anna Tor for The Last of Us. I would love you to know, see I think Storm Reed. Melanie Linsky could win that. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm with it you. It would be pretty crazy. Uh, for you know, guest actor and actress in comedy series, got John Renthal for the Bear. Uh, he's in the one. Oliver Platt for the Bear. Sam Richardson for Ted Lasso. You know, among others, an actress in comedy, you have uh, Bethany Ann Baker from Ted Lasso, Quinta Brunson, Saturday Night Live, Tyrone nice. Henson Abbott, um, Harriet Walter, Ted Lasso, and Sarah Niles for Ted Lasso. That sounds you know, like a Andrew Ted Lasso Lasso's category. But you know, I would love Sounds to like see Tabasso, Taraji win because her guest spot on Abbott was incredible. Would love to see John Barenthal win for the Bear. Yeah, I don't think he will, but it was he was good in there. He could he could? Yeah, it, he 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 would win if it season two was on there. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, even though I haven't even seen actress. him in season two yet. Uh, supporting actress in limited series or movie has people from Beef. Flash means in trouble. Welcome to Chippendales. Daisy Jones and the Six. Uh, who who is it from? Beep. Dahmer. Marie Bella. Maria Bella. So she was a supporting actress. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I was gonna say the beef um, people. Support- the beef people were great. <laughs> and supporting actor in limited series movie, they have two people from the beef. Oh, you can't um, give it to Ray one of those Oda. guys. One of them's a raper or alleged raper. Yeah, you can't give oh, it. Young. I'm guessing it's Young Manzino. It just sounds like whoever whoever was the at whoever was the artist that was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's an Asian guy. Like they they said, dude was put. Yeah, some bad shit was going on allegedly. Um, Jesse Plemons is in this category for Love and Death, and nice. Paul Walter Hauser and Ray Liotta are in it for Blackbird. 
Nice. Oh, I watched Love and Death. That's with, uh, that's with um, Elizabeth Olsen, right? Oh, Max. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that with Curse. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, no, Jesse Plemons was great. Did you watch the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Curse watched it. Yeah, that was, that was, was Curse's show. Yeah, I liked it. I watched the first episode, and we had seen, like, the other Candy Montgomery show, and it was just, like, it was, see, it was I, way wild. I didn't see the other Candy Montgomery show. I saw this one, and that shit was crazy. That's what, I see why Jesse Plemons was nominated. Yeah. Uh, supporting actress in drama series, you got Jennifer Coolidge for White Lotus, Elizabeth Debicki, who played Princess Diana in The Crown, Megan Fahey for White Lotus, um, the two Italians for White Lotus, Aubrey Plaza, uh, Jay Smith Cameron and Jerry for Succession. Rhea Seahorn for Better Call Saul. That's like a stat category. Um, supporting actor and drama series, you got F. Murray Abraham for White Lotus, Nicholas Braun for Succession, Michael Imperioli and Theo James for White Lotus. Nicholas uh, Braun, McFadden. let's go, baby. Or Al McFadden, let's go. <laughs> uh, Al- Alan Ruck for Succession, Alexander Snarsgaard for Succession. Ooh, those guys. Look, the Snarsgaard or... That's a- that's that category. Scarsguard, McFadden, or um, oh boy, cousin uh cousin Greg would be great for the Emmy. Um, and you know, all of the supporting actor categories and actresses for comedy series are stacked as well. You know, having like for supporting actors you got like Alexander Bo- Alex Borstein for Mrs. Maisel, Iowa Beery for the Bear, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Janelle James for Matt Abbott, uh, Juno Temple and Hannah Waddingham from Ted Lasso, Jessica Williams from Shrinking, stacked. Actors Anthony Kerrigan from Barry, uh, two Ted Lasso guys who have won it before, who have been in it before, or James Marsden for Jury Duty, which I thought was wild. Um, Henry yeah, Winkler it is a little wild. Barry. <laughs> you think Barry Even gets some wins for the Bear? Because uh, it's yeah. it's it's in two, and you know they like to you know show love to things that are ending. The supporting actor is the only one that I think it could be a toss-up. Like I think it could go to, to cousin for the bear, from the bear. Like mm-hmm. you know, even Moss Morak, I think it could go to him. I think it could go to uh, it, it could go to Anthony Kerrigan. I doubt it. It's probably going to go Ted Lasso. It'd be oh, okay. wild if it was James Marsden. But yeah, Ted Lasso is ending too. Uh, so to me, this is the Ted Lasso Barry Succession Emmys, and they're going to try to split it up between. You got to remember, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel's ending too. Oh damn! Yeah, you're right. But I, but I think it, I think it's past its prime. So I think Marvel's yeah. Mrs. Maisel are going to win for the women, uh, for like a lot of the the women categories. I don't think any of the men from Marvel's Mrs. Maisel will win. They're still competing with Succession, or no comedy. So they're, they're yeah. competing with like the Bear, Abbott, and Bear. So, you know, I talk, I think it's gonna be hard to beat Abbott. Yeah, or, no, it will be. Yeah. Charlie Ralph and Janelle James, like I think it's gonna. Abbott be is in their Parks and Rec office mode right now, where they just take home Emmys. <laughs> yeah, and the second uh, season was for... arguably better than the first. Lead uh, lead actor and actress for a limited series movies, little limit is really not as interesting because we didn't see them, but people from Beef obviously mm. nominated. Uh, Dominique That's... Fishback for Swarm got nominated. I thought. Hey, shout out, well. shout out to Fishback. She was good in that. Uh, she won't yeah. win. She was good. Like, but she was good. Uh, the lead actor and actress in comedy series, you know, you have uh, Sudeikis and Jeremy Allen White and nice. Bill Hader, Jason Segel. God, uh, that's Jason a stack. Siegel. That is a stack between Jeremy Allen White, Bill Hader, and, and uh, Sudeikis, man. Siegel's right. not going to win it. It's between those three. And I really want to say Jeremy um, Allen White, but they might give it to Bill Hader as it's going away. But so is, but so is Sudeikis. Jeez. Lead actress comedy series, you know, you got Rachel Brosnahan up for the last time. You got Quinta Brunson, who I don't think has got it yet. And where did she get it last time? Mm-hmm. And then she got it for Natasha writing Leone. last time. She didn't get it for uh, Natasha, Natasha Leone for Pokey, Poker Face. Hey, that'd be fire. I, look, I'd be cool with uh, Natasha Leone winning for Poker Face. That's my girl. And you know we love that series. That series is great. So, like, I could rock with that. But to me, that one, it seems like Brosnahan's going to get her goodbye uh her goodbye emmy i believe that that makes sense so um besides those you know you got the lead actor and and actress in drama and um for the actor it's jeff bridges old man brian cox succession kieran culkin jeremy strong succession bob odenkirk which is also a show that's ending oh my gosh i forgot about that 
Well, look, to me, Maybe. that is Bob Odenkirk, uh, uh, Jeremy Strong, or uh, Brian Cox. I mean, you don't think Kieran Culkin's got a shot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kieran Culkin does have a shot, but, like, man, that's Jeremy Strong's award, if you really want me to be honest. Like, he is the best part of Succession. He's the best actor in Succession. Dude was willing to kill himself to end the show, Schubert. Like, no, 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 no. That is, like, a level of commitment. I'm sorry. Kieran Culkin was out here just being himself, dicking around. Like, dude was just dicking around. <laughs> If you ask me, Lennon, which role do you think you could have done from Succession? I would say the Kieran Culkin role. Could I have done Jeremy Strong? Hell no. Hell no. That dude was so I committed. Done, I could have done Alan Rack. I could have <laughs> been fine. Um, so lead actress in the drama series is kind of one of the weaker categories in terms of like hard to pick because like there's not a huge standout. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have Sarah Snook for Succession, mm-hmm. uh, Carrie Russell for The Diplomat, which I never saw. Yeah, Bella man. Ramsey for Last of Us, which I don't think she'd win. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss for Handmaid's Tale, which what? is always possible. They're no, still nominating no that. Wait, what? <laughs> I was surprised to see it on there as well. Uh, <laughs> Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets and Sharon Horgan for Bad Sisters. I have no clue. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> What a you know, crazy I, I, I urge people to go and look at all the categories for Emmys because there are some really great people who are getting nominated for director mm-hmm. and writer. Um, a lot of people I'm really invested in seeing if they win or not. Are the strikers going? Of, are are, are these people going to the Emmys? During the strike? Probably not. Damn. Probably well, then not. There's no point in us watching it then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I, they're still going to pick a winner. Yeah, oh no, we're gonna look for the winners. They're gonna get a trophy. But I don't know if I don't know if I'm watching if it's just studio people there. Like I'm not trying to see David Zaslow. I don't know. I was gonna watch it even if there were studio people there. Like, <laughs> the, only t- the only reason I watched it last time is because I was able to. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm saying gonna, I'm saying I'm like people, people watch for the actors and to see the actors' speeches. Like I'm not watching to see David Zaslov say thank you. <laughs> like I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> yeah. No. That's all I'm saying. Um, but let's, that gets us the movie on the rise. Mm, is that time? Movie on the rise, I think we can just gloss over because... Look, no, we cannot. Go ahead it's and say that, it, It's that time of the show where we give you one movie or TV show that's coming out this week that we think you should watch. And I'm taking... Last week, I wasn't able to say Mission Impossible, so I just want to shout that out because I'm going to see it on Saturday. Lil' Reg and I will have a review out for uh, Mission Impossible this weekend, so check that out. But I'm going to see Oppenheimer Thursday. Reg already bought our tickets. We're going... I max it up Thursday night, ten o'clock. <laughs> and I'm I am going to see uh, Barbie on Thursday. Nice, nice. So we will have both movies reviewed next week, Liddy. I'm gonna yeah. try to go see Barbie. I don't know if I have time. I'm I'm gonna try and see Oppenheimer. I don't know if I have time either. I'm just I'm honestly hoping it rains. Oh, so you can go. It would it would, it would help my chances. Hell yeah! Well, look. Um, either way, we will have both movies reviewed for you uh the barbie one will definitely be next week on this show oppenheimer you may get early so you know we'll see but bro they said oppenheimer's incredible like <laughs> that movie's fucking incredible like I, i've seen some I've of people say it's boring well come on you know the haters you know the haters what are you talking about this is about to be a nolan epic your ass you better go piss before you go three hours baby lock it in all right, don't sit in the shaking seats. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> Especially for Oppenheimer. I'm, I'm going to sit in there. I'm ready. <laughs> I want to experience um, it. They, they should have had heat vision, where when the shit blows up, you feel the heat from the screen. <laughs> um, yeah, so you got Oppenheimer, I got Barbie. We can just say that. What we do in the shadows also came out last week. That would have been mine for last week. Nice. Um, so. I have seen all the event, the adventures with Superman. If you oh, you watch you watch them all. Okay, so I put a review I've out for the. All. I put a review out for the first two. You can check that out on uh on the Bros Who Think YouTube. Hold on, let's see which ones I need to see. Why am I not logged on Max on my computer? There's only there's, three. There's only one more. It's three. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. I haven't seen the third one yet. That's the one I need to see. The third one brings Banshee. Oh, okay. 
Okay, nice. that's your that's your villain. But, um, and Did you like it? Learn a, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty solid. Oh, look, I like the show. It's I like the of, anime style. It's a little kitty, but it's like, why are you putting a kitty show on Adult Swim? That's fucking weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird in that way because, like, I was expecting maybe like blood, a little more something. Uh, yeah, I was expecting something like because you put it on Adult Swim at midnight. Like, what? What are you doing? Or like, you know, maybe a few more sex jokes or something like some something. But like, I okay, I guess Superman's hopeful. I do like that they're bringing the hope back, and it gives me an idea of where we think they're going for Superman Legacy. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, Slade has like, that weird cut though. I don't like Slade in this. No, I, I like this as an idea of now that you're thinking about it as like a primer into like this is with a this this might be the. Clark Superman that we're getting in mm-hmm. his early his early years, yep. Stages. But the the thing that is so iffy to me, and I guess I don't understand Superman's origin that much, but like, did he like not realize who he was until like w- way older in his life? Like, maybe See, that's that, just a small village. So, so sometimes sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. They chose that version where he didn't realize until he was like 10. Like that makes sense. Well, no, I mean for, for this show, like he doesn't know. It, about until he was Krypton 10. until like he's in his oh you're talking 20s. about Krypton. oh you're talking about Krypton. I thought you're talking about his powers. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't say, open the spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now that's weird. The powers I thought you're talking about because he learns about his powers. Man, at powers make sense. Yeah, yeah. The, the ship thing was a little weird to me. That that was weird. I was like, how did he? How does he? But not I know get it. I, like, I I do like that approach because the mom was trying to keep it from him because she didn't want to lose her son. Like that made a lot of sense at the end of episode one. Yeah. So, all right, but not, now that I know you're watching this, cool. I'll be ready for episode four next week. I got you. All right. Yeah, I'm watching it. And uh, Secret Evasion, I, like I told you at the beginning of this show. Bro, it's I, t- I tried. That. It's so it fucking boring. It is so fucking boring. Like, I, I fell asleep during episode one. Like, I tried to watch it twice for this show. I fell asleep both times. It was like, oh, my gosh, I can't even be remotely tired if I'm watching this. I mean, the twist after episode two is interesting, but then like I, I see an interview that like negates the twist. <laughs> I didn't even get to the twist, and I know what it is. How they kill Maria Hill? I know what it is. No, M- Maria Hill's episode one. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even I get there. End. That's I how I know you have even episode hey, one. Told, she dies in the I, first episode. I told you, I, I I have fallen asleep every time I started this shit. You t- you told me I couldn't be tired. I couldn't even be remotely tired. Not even a little bit tired. Well, I can, I can fill you into what everyone knows up until this point. And I Go haven't seen today's episode, but I know that it has to, it probably hasn't been more uncovered. But uh, let's see. So Marie Hill dies first episode. Second episode, we find out Nick Fury's married and he's married to a scroll. Oh, it's gra- oh, graphic his kid? Well, that, we, that we may have found out today. I'm oh, okay. not sure. Graphic um, probably his kid. <laughs> that's. Actually, no. In the second episode, we we know who Gravik is. In the beginning of the second episode, Gravik is an orphan. Oh, an orphan. Like it's introduced to Nick later in life when you find out that the scrolls they left on Captain Marvel, but they all came back. Mm-hmm. And then in the third episode, you find out that Talos invited all the scrolls across the universe to come. And then Earth. didn't on the Battle of Earth, due to all of the heroes' blood getting everywhere, the scrolls got it, and Nick figured okayed them to like. Fucking you, you do the super scroll thing. No, Gravik's team is the people who are developing the super scrolls. And okay. then the, the the twist of the fourth episode, Nick Fury shoots Gravik and the bullet just because he's a super scroll. And mm-hmm. Nick's like, oh my god, now they're super scrolls. How is how the fuck is Nick Fury gonna beat Gravik, bro? He's gonna have to call some Avenger. Like, there's no way. There's gonna have to be. And and the only Avenger we know at the moment who is a scroll is Rhodey. Oh yeah, Rhodey's a scroll. So where's Probably. the real Rhodey? <laughs> Probably in a prison. Probably so. Yeah. Okay. That's what well, they call it fracking pods. Look, yeah. you're keeping us in- informed. I will watch when I'm not tired at all. This is gonna have to be a morning time watch on the weekend, and I'll just power through. Cause God, that yeah. shit is boring. But well, at least we can watch Always Sunny. Yeah, great. Oh my gosh, that bowling episode was incredible. And I rewatched the rat episode. Them niggas was clowning during that rat shit, boy. When Mac just walked out and said, oh, yeah, by the way, better not diddle that boy because you're on camera. I was like, oh, no. 
<laughs> I was like, yo, wild. That was wild. And they went to go touch uh, that remote was... control rat's titties. I was like, oh, y'all doing too much. And it was, and it was sawed off. <laughs> it was, it was... It was a top tier. And when they fucking do everything and everything goes on fire and they're outside, I was just like, y'all need to leave. And they were like, oh, yeah, I think we need to leave. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> but the new one, oh, gutter ball. That was classic. Gutter ball. I was just like, oh, my gosh, 4D. <laughs> and I love. I always love when we can bring in Artemis and the waitress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Ponderosas. We got everybody. Or not the Ponderosas. That's um. The, that's uh. That's his ex-wife. That's, yeah, that's the ex-wife in the uh, in the uh, the cokehead uh friend brother. Uh, yeah, what is what is that family's name, bro? It's the it's the, the oh, McPoyle. Mc, yeah, the McPoyles. McPoyle. Bro, when when Liam McPoyle threw that ball and it hit that dude's hand, I lost my shit. <laughs> dude said. Ah. <laughs> We have fries, we have chili, and we have cheese, but they cannot go together. <laughs> and oh then God. fucking Dennis just running. Wow! He got nine. I was like, fuck yeah for the men. I've broken every hand in my, every bone in my hand. <laughs> Mac, I'm going to spin the ball. No, Mac, don't spin it. I got to spin it. Don't spin it, Mac. Okay. Strike, strike, spin. Spin. <laughs> Great episode. They're finishing strong. They're finishing strong. Yeah. It started slow. They're finishing strong. The next week's episode, I'm very interested in with the Tesla. <laughs> or this week's episode, actually. We'll talk about it next week. So. Yeah, yeah. Max day. We're not Mac. Uh, Dennis's day off. Oh, it's Dennis's. Oh, so is this going to be Dennis's day? Pretty much, that's what it seems like from the description. Uh, I'm, just, I'm sure they're gonna. I'm sure it's gonna cut to the other gang, but like Dennis will be by, by himself. I'm sure, but you know how they have Mac Day, Charlie Day, D Day. I'm assuming this is gonna be Dennis Day, and he just chooses it to be by himself. No, it, the synopsis is after a physical reveals that he has high blood pressure. He decides oh, to take. He has a, to take a day off. Day. Oh, okay, okay, real. I thought. I thought this was like you know how they do Charlie Day, Dennis Mac Day. I thought this was Dennis Day. Okay, well. Right. Real. Either way, excited. But yeah, that's pretty much everything. I'll be caught up with the it bear next week. Now that you told me not to push, not to, to, to speed it up. But the first two episodes is great. Yeah, I mean, if I was his uncle, I wouldn't have loaned him that, next week if you want. I wouldn't have loaned that dude that money. I'm gonna just be honest. <laughs> I would not have loaned him the money. <laughs> like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. I don't care if y'all find that, that money that in them. Uh, it's, uh, I don't care if y'all find money in the tomato cans. Hell no, nigga. <laughs> and and I'm guessing the second episode he meets. He's already met Claire, or Claire's already. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. His ex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it's his ex. I think it's like you know the the girl from the neighborhood that he always. Oh, that he had a crush on. In. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense than ex. Yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll talk um, about it next so. week. And we'll talk about The Bachelors because I'll finally watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, definitely watch as much as Bear as you want. I'm probably gonna finish it by next. All week. right, well, no, I'm gonna finish it now. Now that now that I know, <laughs> you told me go slow, right. slow ball it. Now I'm not slow balling it no more. Also, well, I mean I, that, that was two weeks ago. True, 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 true. Uh, but also, um, oh no, heels will be the following week. Never mind. So we're good. Right. All right, but yeah, that's everything. All right, well, uh, let me let everyone know what's going on with the first thing network. Run It Back is back. If you haven't watched it, we have um, Run It Back. We reviewed uh, Wanted, uh, the 09 or the 08 James McAvoy action film. This weekend on Sunday, Dodgeball, the true underdog story, Run It Back will be out. We're reviewing it on Saturday. Also, like I said, uh, Mission Impossible review and probably an Oppenheimer. Check all that out. Some anime stuff is on um, the YouTube and the Workshoot show and the Bros Who Think podcast will be out by Friday. So make sure you check that out and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think on Twitter. All right. Well, definitely check out everything going on with with all that. I uh, did not get a chance to see y'all's review Wanted, but I honestly have never seen Wanted before. Oh, you know, oh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. It was only cheesy in the beginning. Like literally, they spent their money on the CGI 
for every other part of the movie except the intro scene. I was like, y'all clowning. Okay. <laughs> I was like, y'all, y'all clowning with this intro scene. But you get past that, and it's really good. <laughs> All right, so uh, you can catch me on Twitter at ShoopsBWT. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode, and we'll catch us again next week after Barbieheimer weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, we've been waiting for it all summer, and it's finally here. And we're, so fi- we're going to have both it. reviews next week, which will be dope. Schubert will talk about Barbie. I'll have Oppen. All right. So I hope everyone out there has a great week and gets out to the movies. And uh, as always, keep binging.